Action hero. Only the strong survive. In 1957, a large object from outer space crashed into Earth's Amazon basin, near ruins of the lost Mayan civilization. Scientists worldwide heralded the incident as a trivial cosmic occurrence, and thus the collision was soon forgotten. Now, 30 years later, rumors of an evil force have swept into the Pentagon's front office, and tales from frightened villagers of a hideous being with an army of alien henchmen are sending chills down the spines of top military brass. Unwilling to upset current political stability, an all-out assault on the region has been overruled. And instead, two of America's most cunning, courageous, and ruthless soldiers from the Special Forces Elite Commando Squad have been selected to seek out and destroy these alien intruders. Congratulations, pal. You're one of the chosen. But before you take pride in being the best, be warned. You're about to come face to face against Red Falcon, the cruelest life form in the galaxy. He arrived on Earth 30 years ago, that's six months time in an alien's life, to establish a foothold from which he will attempt to conquer our world and then use it as a stepping stone toward his ultimate fiendish goal, domination of the entire universe. Needless to say, playing hero won't be easy, but you have no choice. You must be a hero. Because if you fail, life as we know it will cease to exist, and the vile Red Falcon will rule forever. If you succeed, well, it doesn't matter, because I doubt you will. Hello, and welcome to Retro Records, where we talk about games I've never played and the history of the gaming industry along the way. With me, as always, are Kelvin and Matt. They've both played a big chunk of these games before, and I haven't. Uh, So pretty much anything from 85 to 96-ish is new to me. So that's why we're going through this and why we're playing through these games. Just to get started, we actually are in a new year now. We're not in 1987 anymore. We're 1988. So I do have some more information of what was going on in the gaming industry in 1988. This year was the year that North America completely recovered from the market crash. They are back to the point where they're selling as much as they were before the crash. This year in 1988, industry sales reached $2.3 billion with more than 8 million units of hardware and 43 million units of software sold. The Legend of Zelda and Mike Tyson's Punch-Out both reached 2 million units sold in 1988. I was about to say, that's a lot of units. We're back at video games, baby. Nintendo's making everyone buy their unit. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Blow my unit on Nintendo. 1988. (laughs) Good year, man. Yeah, so uh, there are a lot of sequels that are released this year. So there's like Zelda 2, Castlevania 2, Super Mario Brothers 2. So it's kind of the year of the sequel for Nintendo this year, too. Some stats that Nintendo gave out, I guess it's becoming less of a childish thing to play video games. So more adults and females are becoming video game fans. Um, According to a stat I found, 20% of players 
were now falling into like the 25 to 44 year old range and 27% of players were female. More people other than like boys were getting interested in video games this year. So it's kind of a cool thing, kind of cool thing to see it branching out. Yes. Gaming is for everybody. It's not just for, you know, the Saturday is for the boys. (laughs) 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 We're moving a little bit past that. Uh, Apparently, even now, it's still kind of a weird thing because we do have someone who follows us and listens to us and has joined our Discord server. And she's kind of talked to us about even now being a girl playing video games. is It's not treated the same as like, you know, guys playing video games. So it's cool to see that in 1988 more females were getting into video games. But even now, I guess we still have quite a ways to go. Everybody can play video games. Just one thing that should be said. Today, gaming is a lot different. You have online gaming and you just have people who think they're invincible on the internet and will just say whatever they want um, with no repercussions. That's why it's bad Mm -hmm. today, I think. Back then, I think maybe it had more to do with just like nerd culture in general. I feel like nerds... I don't know. I'm I was three when this game came out, so <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah. But yeah. I just feel like it was more of a nerdy thing and maybe you just had more boy nerds back then. Or maybe it was just okay for boys to be nerds back then, I should say. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit different, but also here we are. History is a circle. We definitely do have a long way to go. I've seen and have experience some things firsthand in terms of just like people not being okay with just like someone who's a girl or someone who's more like feminine being around in a gaming space and i don't know to me it's just always weird because gaming is ingesting or taking part of something like a part of media so like who cares you know what i mean (laughs) you should just celebrate that somebody is you know within the same like realm of of interest as as you so i do think it's gotten a lot better there's a lot of people who speak out more about like making sure that it's a it's a good spot for everybody because it is it's it's supposed to be you know and like yeah yeah you know they have a role in like making the games uh being a part of the culture being in the media speaking about it you know what i mean like i i think it's important to definitely highlight that and that so like you saying, like bringing up that stat, that makes me really happy. That's really cool that like we have record of that yep, happening even cool. back then. That's dope. But apart from that, so in June of 1988, Nintendo released the last issue of their Nintendo Fun Club news. <laughs> and in July of that same year, they, they upgraded to Nintendo Power. So <laughs> Good day. <laughs> yeah. Great Nintendo Power. Yeah, so Nintendo Power comes out this this year. <laughs> I just could you imagine if it would have just been the Fun Club the whole time? <laughs> I don't think it would be. I, I don't think I would uh, like talk about how I had a subscription to that. I probably <laughs> wouldn't have collected Fun Club magazines. No, <laughs> they would just For have sure. Doc Lewis in every game telling you to join the Fun Club <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> from then on out. <laughs> just like just like you get the fun club magazine there's like a whole just spread and the page is just black with just his face with the join the fun club <laughs> it's just added every issue like yeah so the last little bit of news i have for 1988 as far as the industry goes nintendo is still dominating the market but yes. there are a few places in the world where the sega master system overtakes nintendo in sales like europe oh. brazil um, those are a couple places where the Sega Master System actually outsold the Nintendo. Interesting. Yep. But overall, Nintendo still dominating everything. 
because it's Nintendo. So, <laughs> I mean, they have Lord Shiggy. That's pretty, yeah, pretty impressive. Pretty hard to beat. <laughs> but that is the gaming industry news of 1988. Bunch of sequels, bunch of new things happening, uh, and we'll be here for a while. So, not a whole lot of new gaming industry news for the next couple months. <laughs> That's all good because we got some <laughs> we got some real gems to get through. So yeah, yeah. There's some good For games. Sure. There's some stinkers. But, um, <laughs> definitely some good games in here. Also, I'll say there's one controversial title which I look forward to getting to. Um, I don't know if we want to spoil oh. anything, but okay, okay, no, okay. What, what, we won't. I'm we curious won't. though. Which one? Which one are you? Oh, uh, only because I mean, we don't. We, I can just cut this out. But I'm yeah, actually we curious. Can cut this out. Okay, okay, I mean, or you can keep it in. I don't care. Um, okay. I was in Mojo's stream the other day, and he started throwing shade on Super Mario Bros. Two. <laughs> what? And I already know, Mike. Mike and I have already talked about this game, so that's going to be. It's going to uh, be. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be, be a, lot, a flip-flop episode. For yeah, sure. we might uh, we might get into yeah. some arguments in that episode. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to throw hands in in podcast world. Okay, all right. Well, now I'm excited for that. There's a few games on this list that I think that Mike, uh, similar to in 87, really, there are going to be games that I think Mike enjoys because he's playing them for the first time. And yeah. I'm just like, no, this game is actually bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know. We'll see when we get there. We'll flush that toilet when it comes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So moving on. All right. Contra. Um, so we're talking about. We, uh, <laughs> we are talking about Contra this week. We kind of have talked about this already uh together that it was kind of hard to find anything about the development of this game it really there's was. not a whole lot of s- stuff out there about contra for some reason shame it, it is, is a shame. shame yeah other than the fact that you know it was originally an arcade game it was produced by konami um, but after that it released on the famicom on february 9th 1988 And this is actually one of the games that we got before Japan did because Contra was released February 2nd, 1988 in North America. So we got this about a week earlier than Japan did, which is not normal. Usually we get games after them. Uh, But for Europe, again, they had to wait several years for this. In Europe, it, I guess, would have been released as Probotector, right? They got this game December 28th, 1990. So shafted. I'm not super surprised this came out in US first because if you look at like even the cover, you play this game. This game is American. It is really, it really is. It really is. This game is America. Testosterone, (laughs) just testosterone fueled men. Like that's all it is. (laughs) There's a couple different versions of Contra for did you guys look up any of the other versions and see what they look like no i didn't even know there was other than like sequels and stuff no no so there there is a version of contra it's called probotector (laughs) that's the version of contra in europe and yeah no listen to this so it's contra but everyone is a robot It's because at the time, I guess, right, like I, I, the EU and like Australia have very different 
outlooks on on gaming and guns and violence so i think that's that's a part of it oh you think so so like yeah. they didn't want people shooting each other okay. so they wanted robots shooting each other i think you're right yeah i'm i'm looking at footage that of actually this does now. make that's, a lot of sense yeah because you can tell like they swap sprites like a lot of it is yeah used yeah. for sure interesting i didn't i actually didn't even see that i did read about when i was reading about just the games in the series one of them operation c which came out. Oh, I'm sorry. Not Operation C. Yeah, Operation C looks like it was a Game Boy game. Yeah, it is. Interesting. Oh, featuring gameplay similar to Super C. So not the same. Super Contra and Super C. Oh, okay. So it's probably... So I remember a little bit of this, and I'm sure when we get there, you guys will remember this too. But somewhere around like the SNES period... Nintendo also had the Game Boy and would kind of do that a lot where they would have like mainline series on like the Mm -hmm. bigger home consoles, but then they would make like the little pocket versions, which is, you know, we already talked about it in, yeah, in Metroid where Samus 2, right? Metroid 2 is is a Game Boy game, which is... Gotcha. Okay, so it basically, Super C is Super Contra, but it's for the NES instead of the SNES. So they retitled it to Super C when they released it for the NES. (laughs) And not the so, SNES. Wait a minute, is it like, is it like, like a dollar store version or something? <laughs> <laughs> not complete. It's just, it's like, you get up to the sea. <laughs> that's that's good enough for you. But yeah, going back to Probotector, I did watch some footage of the game. Um, all the backgrounds and everything are the same. The levels are the same, uh, but the music is different. It's like a lot oh. slower. Oh. Like the tempo is way slower. No. And I'm just like, this doesn't oh. feel right. This doesn't feel right to me because the music is a big part of what makes it feel like I got to go. I got to go fast. And for whatever reason, uh, the music is slower in Probotector. I don't That's know. That's so weird. I was just watching it on YouTube and you're right. It is. It's like not right. You know, slightly. No. off. No. I don't even want to look this up. No, nah, don't. <laughs> so, so in the in the bass, which is like my favorite music in the whole game. In the North American version. Yeah. And in Europe, it's like. And I'm just like, why is it different? I don't understand. Makes me want to play the game much slower. Maybe it's because you're robots and robots move slower. I don't know. <laughs> but, Maybe. But I don't. Oh man, what the hell? How are you gonna <laughs> mess with the? How are you gonna mess with the music? Yeah. What? Yeah. Nothing else is slower either. It's not like they slow down anything else. Oh, game, that's so. awful. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, because this is some fast-paced shit. You yeah. gotta like be mm-hmm. on your shit to to be yeah. contra. And yeah. no way. That that sucks. I'm so sorry. The EU gets <laughs> they get. They get shafted, bro. Shafted and, I mean, again, maybe dude. we do have some European listeners. So if you do li- like have played Probotector and we're not trying to <laughs> shit on your game or anything, if you love it, but like, let us know, like, was Probotector awesome? Like, did you love it back in the day? If you if you've li- like if you're listening and you've played it before, let us know oh. if Probotector <laughs> was actually awesome. Yeah, please. because. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm just saying, like, if you love the game, you love the game. The gameplay yeah. is great, but, like, dude, the music. The music, I, yeah, I just don't understand why it's slower. Did you guys look up what the Famicom version of Contra looks like? Dude, yeah, what the dude. hell? It, dude, I actually it, did like, see that. 
yeah, that one puts ours to shame. Like that puts the North American mm-hmm. version to shame. Like Dude. the Famicom one looks so good. Yeah, and like all the extra stuff, like the cutscenes and like yeah, the, and the the like the con like the con like uh the the you know there's some schema there's some context wow i couldn't think of the word context holy shit uh, <laughs> they give you some you what contra means like yeah. at the beginning which yeah. if you're unfamiliar with what, what contra actually means this is from the the famicom version of the game it says contra is a title awarded to a superior soldier possessing almost superhuman drive and ability while excelling in guerrilla tactics so that's what Contra means in the world of Contra. Well, that's nice to know. But, yeah, I right? mean, because one <laughs> of the things that we, I mean, we always touch on the manuals. And one thing I was going to say about this manual is it doesn't tell you. I mean, if you read the level descriptions, you kind of get the gist of what you're doing here. But yeah, it doesn't tell you much about this game. So, yeah, but the Famicom version does so much cool, like so many yeah. more cool things. Like at the beginning of each stage, it shows you a map of where you are. So you yeah. can like track yep. your progress, like going through the jungle and then climbing up the mountains and then going down into the bases. Um, in that mm-hmm. first jungle level, the palm trees are blowing in the background. Yeah. So it's like it looks yeah. windy and cool. There are cutscenes between each stage, like each stage. Yep. Which like progresses the story for you. Yeah, exactly. Which is so awesome. There's snow in the level where it's snowing. Like it's just all of these cool little like visual touches that make it just look so much better yeah which is cool that they like because knowing that this was like an arcade title ported to home console and stuff it's cool that they had a vision and it's cool that they also knew how to work with what they had in terms of making it work and that's just awesome that you get to see like i don't know i love that in video games maybe this is a hot take in some instances it kind of sucks but like it i i Personally, sometimes when there's like additional content to the game that just like makes it pop a little bit more, like there's mm-hmm. a little bit more, like you just get more of the vision that the person or the developer or the team, you get a little bit more of that vision that they wanted, but maybe they just didn't have time to do because, you know, uh, deadlines, you know, gotta, right. gotta make money yeah. and shit yeah. like that. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> was there hardware limitations to the NES that the Famicom didn't have? Like, was it because of the hardware that they were able to do that for the Famicom? Do you guys know? I have no idea. I'm trying to read up about the differences between the Famicom and the NES. Yeah, there's nothing really that says that the Famicom was any better. Like, better. Other than, like, the Famicom had two pins in the system that were originally put to work. The two pins were for audio. So, like, Mm, the the basic thing is that the Famicom had better audio because there were two pins for audio instead of just the one on the nes okay okay but other than that like the hardware was kind of the same Interesting. so i don't i don't know why why they put those extra little flare like i don't know why they put the extra flare in there for the famicom and not the nes mm. hmm, i don't I'm know sure it's weird next time i decide to play this game though i'm gonna get the famicom version right yeah right? yeah dude, it looks so cool now I just want, I almost want to play through again, but not really. <laughs> uh, there was also a version of this game released for the MSX2, um, which I've never even heard of that. Apparently it was some sort of like computer game system thing. And I looked up yeah, what is Sony, that. I think it looks awful. Like it looks oh. so bad. <laughs> so just <laughs> don't even worry about that one. Yeah. I feel like anytime I see that, 
there's a version of these games that are on some weird computer console that I'd never heard of. It's always terrible looking. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah. if it wasn't on Nintendo or by at this point, I guess Sega Master System, mm-hmm. it was probably hot poo poo garbage. <laughs> what the fuck is this? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what is that wait a minute yeah. that's the sprite that's your character there's nothing action hero about that yeah the crazy what? thing is is like it doesn't even scroll when you like when you go like oh. when you get to the end of one side it just like flips over and then you're oh. on the next part of the yep. screen oh my god yeah it gosh. looks really bad <laughs> this cover art the cover art for this version is not like the cool cover art or maybe this is like the japanese contra cover art i don't know but it's just like the smallest torso i've ever seen holding a gigantic gun but he's wearing like the biggest parachute pants i've ever seen like this does not look tough (laughs) there's not enough testosterone going on here i don't like it i need more what the heck is this like I said earlier, we it, we had a hard time trying to find anything about the actual development of the game. Um, at the end, I in the end, I wound up just looking at the credits of the game to see how many people actually worked on the game. And so in the credits, it credits five programmers, five graphic designers, two sound creators, two directors, and uh, three people that were given like a special thanks. So there were 17 people credited for this game. Whereas like the games we've looked at before, there's like six or seven. Yeah. So yeah. this definitely has a bigger development team than the games we've looked at already. Interesting. Yeah. But other than that, I, I couldn't find anything on the development. I also started looking into Konami a little bit because mm-hmm. I don't know when we when the name Konami is mentioned and we've already played one Konami game, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Castlevania, yeah. Castlevania yeah. obviously. Yeah, sorry, I was drawing a blank there. Um, <laughs> Castlevania, which obviously we liked. And um, this, I, I don't know, Konami just like, my brain is like, has like a happy feeling, you know, the happy chemicals are released. But when I was looking into Konami and like, even at the lists of games and stuff, it's kind of weird that there's not all that much that is like amazing. I mean, Obviously, we've talked about Kojima mm-hmm. and Metal Gear, which is like its own thing, mm-hmm. you know, the stands alone. But other than that, you know, I'm just looking down the list of games. I don't know. It was kind of a weird like wake up for me. I'm like, wait, maybe Konami isn't that awesome <laughs> because don't get me wrong. There are some titles here that I really loved as a kid. And they also it's a large organization, right? They had they had to expand to ultra games and also they incorporated or they bought out i guess absorbed hudson soft which hudson soft actually makes like a few bangers there's nothing like too crazy in here but bomberman everyone's heard of Bomberman. yeah did they make mario party mario party actually they were involved in the most recent one i didn't even scroll that far down the list oh my goodness i'm that to me i think is mario party i've never heard of them before when I was looking them up, I didn't even scroll this far down. I was just thinking retro and sticking around the NES. Oh, for sure. But they are, I think you're right. Is it Mario Party? Yeah, Mario Party 5, Mario Party 6. There you go. Mario Party 7. So the GameCube era, Mario Parties. Oh, and N64 as well. I just remember the little B. Yeah, the little B. But back in the day, <laughs> I do remember um, for NES... 
there was a game called Mylon's Secret Castle, maybe. Which yes. was I, I don't know yes. why. Like, I don't know if this game is actually good or not, or if it's just like a game I remember vividly as a child. Mm-hmm. And then also, like I said, Bomberman. But when I was scrolling through, I, I was like, hmm, there are not as many games here as I thought there would be. But also Konami, I guess something I found interesting, they had Ultra Software Corporation, which was a shell corporation they set up ultra um the logo vividly stands out to me i believe it's because they did the teenage mutant ninja turtle games Ah. so i just remember seeing the cover of that but the reason this corporation was created was because there was a limit on the number of games a publisher could release in the u.s and konami was pumping out so many games that it was limited they were limited to five so they would basically publish five games as konami and then five games as ultra games so that they could release more games in the nes Uh, in the united states yeah Uh, (laughs) i thought that was interesting as well because i definitely remember when i was looking into konami i'm like wait a minute they are also ultra games because i remember ultra but i never knew they were the same oh yeah i totally have seen that logo before ultra games yeah it's just weird because i mean bringing it back to konami like like i said whenever i think of konami i can think of the animation that starts before so many of like my favorite games on the SNES. But yeah. at the same time, I'm like looking through these lists. I'm like, huh, it's not a lot here. And apparently Konami in general has been, I mean, there was a huge falling out with the Kojima. So if you follow, yeah. like if you follow more recent gaming history, you know all about that, but apparently they just kind of treated their employees like crap from what I'm reading. Um, and it kind of makes you wonder about like why it's so hard to find this stuff about on online is because nobody is really talking about it because they hated their time there. Maybe <laughs> maybe they're just like, yeah, fuck that job. I'm never, Dude. you know, I'm not going to do any interviews about it or anything like that. Dang, so. that's, that's crazy. True. I mean, that's I don't know. True. It's all speculation, of course, yeah. but that's just what I came around. I thought it was interesting when I was reading about Konami. I was expecting to like come into this with a conversation about how some of my most beloved games were created by Konami and it really there's like two and I will say <laughs> they gave us let me look at the year 1986 they created Mr. Goemon I believe I'm saying this correct oh. uh, which will eventually lead to as the title was known in the United States it was Legend of the Mystical Ninja which oh, okay. if you're listening to this podcast right now just go play it. Just go play it on the SNES. It is one of my favorite games of all time. Oh um, yeah. It just holds a real special place in my nice. heart. So Hell yeah. Yeah, but they gave us that. They gave us Contra. They gave us the Ninja Turtles games, which are all pretty good. Castlevania. Yes. And then other than that, I'm just like, oh, other than that. Wow, Castlevania doesn't even get a mention. He's like, he's like, oh, they gave us turtles. They We've already us talked this. about Castlevania. Castlevania. Fuck that. <laughs> Castlevania. Oh, fucking news. <laughs> Castlevania has nothing on legend of the mystical ninja i'll say that i will okay i've never played it so i don't know we'll get there one day i'm gonna i want to talk about something and okay, okay i'm gonna okay. reveal my ignorance here and okay okay because this is something that has come up on separate podcasts which i think came up on metroid and when it did come up i just sat quietly because i didn't really know what it was and oh that is the Kon- konami code I didn't know what the Konami code was. Uh, And I remember Matt, I think it was Matt who brought it up in Metroid. And I was just like, oh, okay, I'm just going to 
I'm gonna sit quietly here. <laughs> like I feel like oh. I feel like ashamed that I don't know what the Konami code is because it seems like it's such a big deal. And I, obviously, I did look up what it is, and I did like okay. go into it, and I figured this would be a good episode to talk about it on because yes. obviously this is yeah. the one that kind of made it a big deal, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. So yeah, I'd say so. The Konami code is if you press up up what is it mike it's yeah yeah, i have to to say it so that i can feel redeemed (laughs) so the konami code is up up down down left right left right b a start when you're on the title screen and that gives you 30 lives uh in this game at least so that is what the konami code is i'm glad that i know what it is now yes (laughs) But are you guys so I did a lot of research on the Konami code so that I could like just be redeemed and know what it is. Yes. Are you guys aware yes. of all of the other stuff that the Konami code is? So I looked into I I like at least brought up the wiki and looked at it just to kind of see like I didn't know if this was the first game it was on or just the one that popularized it. And mm-hmm. some of these things I was reading, I was like, wait, really? So it's pretty interesting. I knew it was like, I mean, we talked about it before. This is like ingrained in history. Yeah. That's why it's like kind of a little jarring that you had never even heard of it before. Well, so I had heard of it. I had heard of it before. I just didn't know what it was. You didn't know what it was. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So I didn't know that it was like such a big deal. Like I didn't know what Mm. the actual code was and I didn't know that it was like such a thing because Apparently, the guy who programmed the Konami code, his name was... Is Kazuhisha Hashimoto. There you go. That's his name. Okay. And he programmed the code for... The first game that used the Konami code was Gradius or Gradius. And I have Mm -hmm. a quote from him. It says... So when he programmed the code and why he programmed the code... It says, I hadn't played that much and obviously couldn't beat it myself, so I put in the Konami code, he said in a 2003 interview. Because I was the one who was going to be using it, I made sure it was easy to remember. So basically, he did this game, because I guess he was a programmer for the game Gradius or Gradius, and he Mm -hmm. couldn't beat it himself, so he gave himself a bunch of extra lives so that he could get through the game and make sure it all worked okay. So that's how the Konami code kind of came about yeah and then with contra it became famous because of what it did for the game yeah i mean do you blame it <laughs> yeah <it's> pretty- <laughs> exactly <laughs> so yeah while we're on the topic it also in gradius i believe gave you all the power-ups if i'm rem- remembering correctly i'm not looking at it but it was very useful i couldn't beat the game yeah. so i just beat the game <laughs> and i mean that's fair because I'll I will admit going into this game, I was like, okay, I, I want to play this game to completion. I know it's possible in the time limit, right? You know, this game isn't overall is not very long, but it is quite no. difficult to be yeah, um, yeah. on the lives they give you. So to get to the end of the game, I definitely use the Konami code just so I could say I like, okay, I played every level and I have something to say about the game overall. Because doing this without the Konami code, man, I, th- I feel like a badass on the first three levels. And then <laughs> afterwards, I'm like, oh, wait, 
So this game is quite tough. Before we get into like the gameplay, I have some more stuff about the Konami code because I, I wanted to yes. find everything about this Konami code so that I could feel <laughs> yes. like a re- just redemption. Mm. So apparently the Konami code is used in more than 100 video games. Yes, other than believable. just Konami, yep. like other game companies were programming it into their own games it has been used i don't know if you still can do this but it's used to unlock secrets on twitch netflix there are fisher price toys that have have, had like the konami code programmed into them wait what (laughs) yeah Yeah, Yeah. i didn't know about this hold on wait konami code my netflix (laughs) account i don't know if you still can i don't know if that's something that they took out or what but at some point you could I don't know exactly what it did, but shit. Will it turn off ads on YouTube? <laughs> it's a uh, so I I was looking at that as well. Netflix. It is on certain devices, so not every device, but on the Netflix app for certain devices, you can use you can use it to reset, like restart Netflix. Oh, okay. It's more wow. of like an Easter egg. It's not like Gosh anything it. useful there, but like like you mentioned Twitch. Apparently, there are extra like if you go to your developers dashboard or whatever, it unlocks like extra extra settings you can do also there was apparently in 2009 uh someone was messing around with the code for the espn.com website and if you put in the konami code while you were on the espn.com website this is the quote that i got as a couple of unicorn loving tipsters with a thirst for sporting news have informed us inputting the info Inputting the infamous Konami cheat code will infest the official ESPN website with mystical ponies, and they'll keep spawning if you keep clicking. Not only do you get an eyeful of unicorn and rainbow, you also get a heaping help of Comic Sans, and every story will become cute, magical, or sparkly. So if you (laughs) use the Konami code on the ESPN.com website in 2009, yeah, a bunch of unicorns and stuff would, would appear. That's cool. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> Interesting. What a hero. Yeah. What a hero. <laughs> From what I understand, it was just some employee who whoever coded their website just thought it was something funny to do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure <laughs> the people who are coding the ESPN website probably grew up playing Contra. Yeah. And so, yeah, probably. You know, yeah. it's ingrained for All sure. All that testosterone, you know? <laughs> like, so they went the exact opposite way and just created ponies and rainbows. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I know the Konami code personally, obviously, like from, from Contra and stuff like that. But my, my, one of my most vivid, vivid, wow, vivid <laughs> memories of the Konami code is actually during the PlayStation era. Um, so there were like demos for like, I think Crash Bandicoot Warped and Spyro the Dragon. Um, and at the menu screens for those demos, if you put in the Konami code, I think it would like allow you to play the other demo. Cool. So like if you're playing the Spyro demo, you could put in that code and you could play the Crash demo and then oh, vice versa. That's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It was pretty dope. There's also, um, for music fans out there, there if and if you're a Deftones fan, I think you're gonna know where I'm go where I'm going with this. But on their album Saturday Night Wrist, one of the song titles is the Konami code. Really? Like the whole yeah. code? Or is the song titles yeah, called the Konami it's code? Just, no, the, it's, it's, it's up, it's, up, down, it's, down, left, right, left, right. left, right, left, right, A, B, select, start. That's the name of the song. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I'm glad that I know what it is now. I'd heard of the Konami code before, but I just never took the time to like look it up and see what it is. But mm-hmm. I am well informed now. And please forgive me for not knowing what it is. You've graduated. <laughs> Welcome You've to graduated. the Konami Club. Yeah, woo! where you just... 
get sat on and then your games canceled because <laughs> that's what konami did uh, yeah and instead of releasing pt they just decided to make stupid little planko games and metal gear survive i'm not letting it go <laughs> fuck you konami all right pissed yeah. angry now, <laughs> Anyways, moving on. every konami game that we play moving forward you're just gonna have to put it in just to see you know yeah exactly uh, every game that i play for the rest of time i'm gonna see if it works just gonna put it in because yeah. well okay so what I, I did find that um there are over 100 games that use the konami code it's it's all over the place so you never know what game you might put it into and it actually works we need it to be like you know like how there you guys know about like the voyager you know that that space satellite thing that we sent outside of the solar yeah. system in case there's yeah. aliens we need to send another one <laughs> but we have to include the konami, the konami code. code on it i like it that's how you can get to Earth. That's how we'll get them here. The Konami code <laughs> just gives them the there. coordinates to Earth. Or it actually communicates with real xenomorphs <laughs> and they actually come here. <laughs> and the Contra actually begins. It comes full circle. Oops. <laughs> the Konami code, dude. It's that important. Moving on, now that I have confessed my sins of not knowing what the Konami code is and have repented for them, Let's move on to the music because the music of this game is incredible. Yes. Okay, so you said your favorite is the bass yeah, music, right? Yeah, for sure. That's the one that gets my like head bopping the most for sure. I feel like I I don't think there's I don't think there's one track that I even like slightly disliked. I think it's all very appropriate. Um I don't know. Me personally, I had a moment playing through Contra uh this time around and like getting to I think it's like the third level. I think that's I think that's waterfall, waterfall yeah, right, waterfall. dude? Holy shit! I'm hearing like the the equivalent the equivalent of like pull offs on like a fucking synth going on, and I'm just like, I am so in, dude. You know what impressed the hell out of me is like all the little arpeggio runs in this game. Yes! Just there's so many of them, and it literally is just like dude. it just makes it feel so fast paced. Like it's incredible. It's so good. Yeah, mm. yeah. Lots of running. Lots of just like. The up-tempo stuff. You know, we, we talked about it back in the Castlevania episode, too, how they're really presenting a lot with the graphics. Obviously, this wasn't as, like, cinematic as Castlevania, in my opinion. But, like, you know, there, there was, there was some, some reaching and almost getting to that point especially with some yeah. of the settings that we talked about before in terms of the change, like you go from like this mechanical secret base fire flames to just like all of a sudden it's just like goopy and gross. And you're just like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I, I actually went through and on YouTube, listened to all the tracks separately just cause I wanted to hear them without mm -hmm. like playing. And there's a couple things that okay, stuck out okay. to me. So in the little intro, like the little music sting that happens as it's showing like the title of the game. There's like an explosion that they use <laughs> yeah. in that. And that right there tells you everything you need to know about this game. <laughs> like you are running, gunning, and you are just yep. blowing <laughs> things up. Like that's the whole game. And I just thought it was interesting that they decided to use an explosion sound mm. in the music for the, the, the beginning of the game. It's right there in the title. It's part of it. <laughs> exactly exactly uh and like i said already like there are parts where it sounds like the drum beats are simple there's sometimes when the like the beats get a little bit more complicated but for the most part they're pretty simple 
And I think that's the thing that gets you like, you know, bobbing your head. And then the all of these little individual notes that are just like coming at you at supersonic speed are the thing that just like get this music so like it gets you so amped. For me, it was like I also listened to this soundtrack separately because admittedly, most of the songs I was hearing from this game were from the first few levels because I just kept <laughs> dying over and over again. Gotcha, gotcha. But um, it's like the kind of playlist that you would put on and it made me want to like work out, you know, like yeah. I wanted to hit the gym listening to this yeah. like, yeah. Right. mode or something. It's crazy right? how it just gets you so pumped. And it just I feel like it sets the tempo. Like you said, this game is like very fast paced. It's is literally running and gunning. And the music like pushes you through that, you know, it does. It's almost like, I mean, it's not a rhythm game, of course, but it makes you want to like play along with the rhythm of the music. Oh, for sure. And playing through like the bass levels, even, you know, the first bass level, for example, I eventually, you know, you get pretty good at it after you play it a hundred times. And if you like mess something up or like mistimed your shots or something like that, it almost made me feel like I'm lagging behind the music, you know? Yeah. It's like yeah, when you're playing totally when you're that. playing guitar hero or a rock band and you miss that one note and it, you kind of get behind a little bit and you're mm-hmm. trying to catch up. That's how it like felt. I'm like, Oh shit. Like I missed that shot. This game isn't, it's not my perfect run. Like it was before. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so weird. Like it just like, it pushes you through. You just don't want to stop. And even though, I found, especially in some of the later levels, snow level, the energy lab, Mm -hmm. especially, you have to slow down. Like if you want to survive these levels. Yeah, you do. And it's like, it's, it, your brain is like, no, I don't want to. I want to jump straight into that fire, even though I know it's going to kill me every freaking time, you know, (laughs) or I want to run straight through these grenades that are flying out of the forest, even though I know there's like an enemy right there that's going to kill me. Like, yeah. You just can't, you can't help it. And then I also really like the bass music. It's just like so catchy. It's hard not to like get, it's an earworm for sure. Yeah, it is. Also the intro song, like on the first level, the introduction, like the, you know, the first note from the very beginning. Yeah. I don't know. It just like sets the tone. It it makes it, it makes this game. It's almost like crack, you know? Well, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I've never done crack, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying it like, it makes you want to, just jump back in, you know, you're like, well, I just died for the hundredth time, but let's go one on one, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it's like, as soon as that music hits, you're like, okay, well, the music started, I can't stop playing now. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's like, exactly. It just hooks you. The music on this is so good. And yeah, it'll probably be one, like I saved the playlist that I found and I'm just like, yeah, I'll listen to this again for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, screw listening to like hip hop while you're working out. Just Mm-mm. put on the Contra track list. <laughs> yeah. be good to go. <laughs> Gonna hit my eight bit gains tonight at my Planet Fitness. <laughs> yeah, so I I can't say enough good things about the music. There was not a single part in this game where I thought the music lacked. I thought it was just Mm-mm. phenomenal all the way through. Yeah, it's pretty per- it's pretty much like the perfect freaking like, I like I feel like so much of this game is capturing that you know, like we mentioned before, that action hero kind of thing. But just like they do a really good job of translating that into arcade video game, that that sort of 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 experience. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Especially for the time, I feel like, you know, especially considering that it was an arcade game, I'm sure at some point the makers of these games realized that the sound design is, is important along with the visuals because you want mm-hmm. people to come 
look at and experience the game and get curious yeah, yeah like i was I'm just thinking that as you were talking like if i walked by this in an arcade in 1987 or 88 yeah it was an arcade game i would stop i would stop and be like oh shit okay what's this game yeah you know, like, that music is awesome yeah so. yeah the freaking you're you're getting down to like the jungle beat like the jungle track like yeah, that mm-hmm. first level, just like let that play, and and yeah, exactly. People are definitely gonna come over and be like, what is this? Because it just I don't know. To me, it just it really stands out. Something about it is just so unique and and perfect to get you engaged immediately. Yeah, yep. I, I agree yep. with that one hundred and ten percent. Absolutely. I added some of it to my playlist too for my video game music. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you have to. You have to have it on there. God, it's so good. Uh, It's this has definitely been the best soundtrack since Castlevania, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. You know, I love the Legend of Zelda music too, but it just there's just not as much to love. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. For sure. Like it's like one song, and obviously, well, I guess there's two with how many tracks there are in this game and how they're all just incredible. I just think this is the best soundtrack since Castlevania. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like Mega Man or whatever had a really good soundtrack as well. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. Like this, this just takes it to another level. Yeah, it does for sure. Yeah. Contra was pretty much well received by everyone, uh, at least the NES version and the Famicom version. I don't know about Probotector. And obviously, I talked about earlier the release that came out for the MSX2, whatever the fuck it was called, uh, was garbage. <laughs> but Thank as you. far as the NES and the Famicom go, like it was pretty well received by everybody. Computer gaming world called Contra on the NES, a truly outstanding action epic set on a scrolling and beautifully drawn playfield. In 2004, the NES version of Contra was inducted into GameSpot's list of the greatest games of all time, and uh, it has been voted number one by many websites, notably IGN, as being the toughest game to beat. So if most people, including IGN, think this is the toughest game to beat, we might be uh, we might be doing all right for future games. <laughs> we might not have so much trouble for future games. Man, I'll tell you what, like if this game wasn't as short as it is, holy crap, because I feel like yeah. it, there's plenty in here, but it is, you know, once you learn it, you know, you can you can get through it when you're having a good day. Um, yeah. <laughs> when your reflexes are top notch, when you slept well, when your caffeine's kicking in at just Dude. the right time. Yeah, man, you got to hit peak no nut November to be Contra. That's just how you got to do it, dude. That's the point. <laughs> you got to be able to really tap into something because it's I mean, and I think we talked about this before, right, where it's just like, well, you know, back in the day, if you're buying this for your kids and they beat it in like an hour, you just spent like 60, 70 bucks on something you just beat in like an hour. Like that doesn't feel great. Right. Yeah, for sure. So and plus, you know, it was an arcade game. So there's that aspect to it, too, where it's just kind of like we, we yeah. want them quarters, you know, yep. yeah. <laughs> we want you to be in the arcade as far as sales go. I literally couldn't find anything. I could not find a single shred of information about how well this game sold so i don't know if it sold well i'm assuming it sold well considering you know everybody fucking loved it yeah um but i i have no idea if it sold well i don't know i don't know anything i couldn't find anything about it so i'm just gonna go ahead and assume that it probably did okay because it is a very you know well known 
yeah, well-known and well-beloved game. So I'm going to yeah. assume it sold pretty well. Spawned a whole genre, spawned a whole series. A series starts here, you know, like it, it had to have performed decent. I would imagine yeah. as well. Yeah. Speed run records. I looked up some speed run records, which are just I can't even fathom this. Mm-hmm. So any percentage, meaning glitches, whatever you need, however you want to play it. The speed run record is nine minutes, 48 seconds, 650 milliseconds by Angry Lanks two years ago. Wow. And it kind of this is the first speed run I've looked up where it actually goes by milliseconds because as I was looking down the speed run record list, there were actually people who were beating other people by milliseconds. Wow. Like literally like wow. by a couple hundred milliseconds. <laughs> Holy shit. So it's kind of crazy. Like if you go to speedrun.com and look up Contra, like just check out the check out the the records there because they're literally like close, close, close. Hmm. Yeah, I want to check this out right now. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Wow. Yeah, like there's someone on here who who beat it in nine minutes, 58 seconds, 360 milliseconds. The very next person beat it in nine minutes, 58 seconds, 833 milliseconds. Yeah. <laughs> so it's real crazy. That's insane. Wow, dude. I, You know what? Kudos to all of you people because you have mental fortitude that I could only imagine. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So yeah. there is another um there's another category of speedrun that I looked up. It's called low percentage, which I couldn't I looked at the rules and I couldn't see any difference between that and any percentage, other than the fact that for low percentage you could not use power ups. So you only <laughs> had you only had your gun. Like the <laughs> gun that you started with. <gasps> yeah. And the percentage or I'm sorry, the speedrun record for that one is 11 minutes, 7 seconds, 917 milliseconds by King Koopa, and that was literally 26 days ago. No, dude. So that record was set like a little over three weeks ago. That's insane, (laughs) dude. That's so cool, though. That means that community is just so active. Yeah, That's amazing. I love that. Wow. But no power-ups? Fuck that. No power-ups. No, thank you. No, senor. No. (laughs) (laughs) all right so with all that out of the way let's go ahead and start actually talking about our playthroughs of this game because i can't take it anymore uh i want to know i want to talk about playing this game (laughs) like i want to talk about playing this game yes let's do it all right what's the first aspect that you want to talk about i don't know just just my overall experience with it i think first like I said, I I didn't have any experience with Contra before, other than the fact that I've heard by everyone it's like the hardest game of all time. Yeah, <laughs> and I was ready to go into it. I said last week on the podcast that I was going to try to beat it without save states, and I really tried. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to re- say how 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 far did you make it? Because I was like, so nope. <laughs> I played the first stage the second stage and the third stage i don't know how many times i couldn't get past the third stage without gaming over so i i kept playing i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i'm gonna beat it without save states and then it finally got to the point where i was like 
third stage, I have to do a save state because I can't keep playing the first and second stage over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Although I feel like I did get really, really good at those stages. Yeah, Yeah. I was like Mm -hmm. running through them. Like I got through the first stage and the second stage at one point without taking a hit, like without taking. Wow. Holy shit. But that's really impressive, actually. Hold on. Yeah. But again, I couldn't get through that third stage. So I was just like, I can't keep doing the first and second stage. Yeah. So I tried to use save states sparingly i only did four save states throughout the entire game which wow. i'm kind of proud of uh but Should be. obviously it was nowhere close to not using any dude so. i mean I, this game is so hard that i use save states and sometimes that made the game even harder yeah. because i would be that dumbass where i would fuck up and i'd be like oh no i gotta and then i would like save on accident instead of loading so it just like saved me dying over and over and over again and going to the <laughs> game over screen and the continue screen so like the first the first match or the first like session i had with the game this time around i think i got to like level five and that happened and i'm like wait i have to start all over right now i had to take a, oh, I had to take a night off i had to take yeah, a night that off sucks. I had to take a knife. I was so mad. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was pissed, dude. I'm not even gonna lie. I was like, you know what, Contra? You know what? Go back to the fucking 80s tonight. We're done, dude. <laughs> Let me go fucking watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and eat some pizza or something. I'm gonna feel the like 80s a different way. You know? <laughs> Pull up some Predator awesome. or some shit. <laughs> All right, Matt. What about you? How was your experience playing through this time? I went into this game knowing, you know, I was I was not going to do that to my mental. You know, I knew what I was getting into in this game. Um, I played, I did one playthrough where I was just like, let me just go in and see, see what I got. I made it to level three, the waterfall. Nice. I made it to the boss. And I think that's where I gamed over. Mm, and I said, yeah. okay, now we're playing through this with the contra code. <laughs> I didn't do I didn't do save states. I did do it in one playthrough, but mm-hmm. on that first playthrough I used because it gives you 30 lives, then you get a continue, you get 30 more, you get a second continue and you get 30 more. So you have 90 tries. Yeah. And it took me 61. <laughs> so oh, And I will say like I'm kind of mad I didn't get 59 or 58 because i feel like i i really could have like i could have done it but i had i did have a game over like on the last boss which was like kind of it was silly because the the last level took me three playthroughs i played i died once on the stage i died once on the final boss and then i game overed and then i played through the stage and the boss and didn't die so the last the last level of this game was like the easiest part i found besides the first level of course you know what i think i think you're right i yeah i I actually agree with that yeah it was it was kind of weird because for me the the worst part about this game so i'll just say going through the levels um waterfall was brutal sometimes yeah waterfall was really frustrating to me because sometimes i'd run through like like it was nothing you know just like oh yeah mm-hmm. i got this easy keep my weapon all to the all the way to the end kill the boss easily and then sometimes i would die like five times to some bullshit like some straight <laughs> up bullshit it would make me so mad like the thing that i kept dying to on the waterfall level is the fucking guy that comes out of the actual waterfall 
he shoots up like yeah. some bombs or something. Oh, and I the would, scuba diver. Yeah, yeah, I would dodge them when he initially shot them, and then forget about them and like get killed by the explosion when they hit the ground. Yeah, see, for and me, I just it kept wasn't... doing that over and over again, and I was like, "Why? Like, brain, stop! Like, <laughs> yeah. why are you keep doing this?" For me, I didn't have too much trouble on that, but it would be when guys would just come out of the side of the screen because yeah. I would I would stand there for a sec and like catch my breath and be like, okay, I just need to jump up on this platform. And as soon as my feet leave the ground, some asshole like walks out of nowhere. And just like, oh, actually, this is my platform now. You know? Yeah. So, so the reason that I kept dying so much, like on the waterfall level, is that scuba diver guy, and then I would get past it most of the time, and I couldn't. For whatever reason, I could not dodge the fireballs when you fight the alien. Like, I was just having such a hard time dodging those, and I don't know why. Like, it's one of yeah. those things where I, like, look at it, and I'm like, dude, you should be able to do this. This is not that it's big of a deal. It's not that bad, yeah. But when I was actually playing it, I just – I couldn't do it, and I just don't understand why my hands wouldn't wouldn't make the right mm. movements <laughs> so that I could dodge these fireballs. Yeah. Uh, so I actually... it was the boss that – that kind of kept killing me over and over again. I, I had that problem with the, I guess the third boss, which is at the end of the second base. So it's, it's one of those machines again, but this oh, time yeah. it has the two robots or whatever they are that split into four. <laughs> yeah. And then they shoot those little bubbles down that yes. at, at first they're just moving slow and going straight down. And then all of a sudden they cut in. I don't know what it was, but that one got me a ton of times. Like I said, I it took me 61 tries my first try, uh, or when I played through with the Konami code, rather. Mm -hmm. And on this boss alone, probably 15 of them. And I don't know why. Jesus. It was just like, it just like kept hitting me. And I'm like, why am I so dumb on this, you know? <laughs> Um, I and feel then, like the movement of the little orbs is really weird. It's a little so. weird. Yeah, for sure. And then the energy lab alone was probably yes. Dude. I would say was, probably on the energy lab oh, 30, 30 hardest lives. stage, hardest stage, like hands down hardest oh, stage. Yeah, it's, yeah, oh, it's so me. difficult. So, difficult. so I was watching. Also, I find I found through my playthrough the thing that just breaks your mental the most, at least in my opinion, is losing your weapon when you die. If Dude. they let you keep your weapon yep. when you die, this yep. game is. Is goes from a ten in difficulty to a one in difficulty. Yeah. Because yeah. the weapon it makes it makes so many of the bosses much easier. Oh, but if yeah. you don't make it there with the weapon, you're both. Yeah. Or if you die in like a stupid way, you're like, oh great, now I have to finish this boss with this yeah. stupid normal weapon, whatever it is. Especially like if you have the spreader with mm -hmm. like rapid fire and you lose that, yeah. like your soul just breaks Dude, like yeah. you're just shattered you're it's done just, like i'm just, it's just like i'm done i give up i'm yeah. i'm not i'm not playing this game anymore it's almost just like let me go back to the beginning Dude. so i can just get the spreader and try again because yeah. playing it without yeah. the spreader is pointless it's pain <laughs> it's futile it's pain. it hurts it's Look, awful i was such a bitch about my save state that when i would freaking get a different power up that i didn't like other than the spreader i'd be like oh, no 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 i'm not picking that up <laughs> no 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 so you, uh, you would just reload so you had the spreader <laughs> yeah dude I, I, was, I was not playing around i was like prince of persia with that crap i was just like no dude i don't want this laser crap get this See, crap I was actually, out of here i was trying to use the laser um just because it it does the most damage. It does. You know, I, I get it. I hated it. But the it's laser. also not good. It's no. just not good. 
No, I did not like the way it fired at all. Like it threw me off so much because I guess you can only have one like shot at a time or something. But I was at this point so used to just like mashing the B button to shoot everything Mm -hmm. that it would like shoot like just a little short burst and then I'd hit B again and then it would just shoot another little short burst. And it just I don't know, it felt weird and I just didn't like the laser at all. Mm -hmm. I, I remember playing this through this as a kid and like when I play through again now, I tried to do it and I remember just using the laser as like a sword or a lightsaber, basically, by just yeah. mashing the button and then your character just constantly has a laser coming out of his gun. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I guess if you're playing it like it's fucking Star Wars, I guess it'd be kind yeah, of cool. But like, <laughs> I just remember doing it as a kid, but now as an adult, I'm like, how did this work? Like, was I was I that good at this game as a kid or do I just misremember, <laughs> you know, how I actually <laughs> played this? So. I don't know. I tried to use all of the power ups. I I didn't mind the machine gun as much, just because machine was it's easy gun to was spray, great. and yeah, you don't have to keep. Was great. You don't have to keep mashing the button. No, nope. yeah, just, hold it and just jump around and <laughs> dude. It's funny. I were like, <laughs> so when we first started playing Contra, like last week, Matt had messaged us asking how our thumbs were doing. Yeah, and <laughs> I literally like, like literally, I'm pretty sure at one point, like my thumb gained a bicep because i was mashing so much like it's it's crazy that i feel that so much because it's like i mean and then you gotta also i don't know i thought it was interesting learning how to like shoot diagonally and stuff Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like that was really fun but yeah like you have to (laughs) you have to i feel like you have to incorporate all that to be able to clear the game honestly Mm -hmm. for sure like Okay, so that's what I loved so much about this game is was the controls. Like, mm-hmm. if the controls were not good on this game, like, it would have ruined it. Yeah. But the controls are so on point that you... I can't even stress how much the controls make this game. Yeah. Because there are so many times where I was, like... I felt like I actually got good at this game. Yeah. Like, other than, you know, it was difficult. It Obviously, it was difficult. We all had trouble with it. It's like one of the hardest games ever made. But I feel like I got good. Like, there were, like when I was, like, yeah. running through, like, the first and second levels because I had played it so much and, like, I knew exactly where people were going to show up. Mm-hmm. Like, I knew what was going to be shooting at me. I knew when to duck. I knew when to jump. Like, I was dodging bullets left and right. Like, I, like, it's, like, seriously a high. Yeah, you're just like running and gunning and just destroying shit. Like it's incredible. Mm. It's such an it's such an awesome feeling. Yeah, dude. And if it weren't, yeah, if it weren't for the (laughs) controls being so tight, it just would not have worked at all. Yeah, I I think that's like a very important part about this game. If you're gonna make a game this difficult, it the controls have to be tight. You know, yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't feel right, and it then it just makes the game feel cheap. But we've Mm. talked about that before in other games where it's like. Because the controls are tight, once you master it and you get good, like you said, um, it's just such a good feeling. Yeah, um, it is. So many, so many great games are just because of the controls are so perfect and so tight. You know, even though they're so difficult, it makes you want to keep trying because mm-hmm. you know, like, okay, I died, yeah, but I know I could make it through that. You know, yeah. I see how it's possible, and, and so you want to try again. That's another thing about this game is like when you do die, you get back into the action so quickly that it Mm -hmm. doesn't even feel like it doesn't other than like, you know, you lost your weapon. Like you get back into the action so quickly. It doesn't feel like, yeah, 
you're not losing anything you know like you're yeah. literally spawned right back where you are other than like when you get a game over but right. you're spawned right back where you are and you're just like running and gunning again in like half a second yeah so even when you do take a bullet and you know you have your like three two one lives or whatever when you take a bullet you just get back up and keep going again like that's yeah. one of the things that i think makes this game so playable even though it's so difficult is just how quickly you get back into the action mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no, oh, you died, start back at the beginning, like, yeah. you know, you or from a going. you're like, okay, you died, keep going, but then you die a yeah. bunch of times, and they're like, okay, you need a breather. Okay. Yeah, you're <laughs> sucking, like, we're going to take you back to the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the controls being that tight, so that was a really pleasant surprise for me, personally. Like, I remember, you know, I've played some, I've played some Contra before, but I, I don't know, I just... Again, one of those moments where I'm like, dang, they really kind of had this dialed in on the first Contra. Like, okay, I guess that makes yeah. sense, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. It's like, amazing. Yeah. I it's mean, amazing. what did it say in the manual? Like superhuman something like that's how it makes you feel. <laughs> yeah. It does make you feel like you're superhuman. It's insane. You're just fucking. Yeah, you're dodging bullets and just like shooting aliens in the face without any remorse. <laughs> like, <laughs> like... So, hey, so I actually had a question. So okay. I noticed that some point and maybe you guys have the answer, but um, sometimes you would get like a little extra life. Like I, you would hear like a little diddling mm -hmm. and then you get like an extra life. So if you died, like it's just an extra life. Do you know when you got extra lives or why you got extra lives? Because... When it happened, obviously I was like sweet, but I never knew why I got it. I'm pretty sure it's tied to your score. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know what the exact score is, but it's like once you hit ten thousand points or something like that. Which they don't okay. display the score on screen, if I'm remembering correctly, but they no, do show I don't it. remember seeing a score anywhere. No. It's when they maybe the beginning of the levels, but definitely when you when you game over, because it resets your score once yep. you game over. Yeah, gotcha. um, but okay. if you just keep playing, keep playing, your score will just continue to accumulate. But then when you get a game over, it resets back to zero. Gotcha. But um, yeah, it doesn't show it on screen, but it is tied to the score. So once you hit a certain number, you get an uh, extra life. OK, yeah, I was just curious because I I'd noticed that I would just randomly get extra lives and I just did not mm -hmm. know why. Yeah, but, <laughs> just take the blessing. Just yeah, take exactly. the, yeah, exactly. just, it just, always <laughs> did feel like a blessing every time I would get one. I was like, "Oh, sweet, okay, all right." Yeah, would be, yeah. There's hope. There's hope. Every, every time that pop, that every time that would pop up on the screen, I'm like, "Save, save, save, save." Take <laughs> 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 another hit. Like, <laughs> golly, yeah, That's it, so awesome. it's, it's good luck. It's good luck. There's a couple things in this game that like really like. As far as quote unquote enemies go, there were a couple things in this game that I was just like the spike walls and the energy. It was the, was energy, level, base. the energy base, the spike walls. I don't know for whatever reason really gave me a hard time because they would pop up like right at the last second. Yeah. And I would just completely forget about them because there's a lot of stuff that you have to do before you get back yeah. there. Yeah. And like literally I would just keep running and then the second the next thing i know i'm running into a spike wall yeah so for whatever yeah. reason those spike walls really got me because i would just run straight into them without without hesitation <laughs> yeah so one thing i did find about this game so i actually watched um i didn't watch any speed runs but i watched a video of somebody play through it without getting hit mm -hmm. and what i noticed about their playthrough is they don't stop they don't i mean in what? a few places they stop but 
the trick is because if you stand still, enemies are going to start randomly popping up on each side of the screen. But if you keep yeah. moving forward, enemies won't appear behind you because you're always moving the screen forward. Weird. So it, it almost makes the game easier to run through it faster because there will be less things on the screen. But in that stage, the spike walls stop you, you know, and you yeah. have to stop. And yeah, especially you if you don't to. have like a weapon power up, they take forever to destroy. Dude. And so while you're trying to shoot them, now there's an enemy creeping up behind you. He yep. shoots off a bullet and it's like, yeah, it's one bullet, but now you have to jump and dodge. There's also spikes coming down from the ceiling. It's just yeah. like, fire. That's, that's how you get overwhelmed <laughs> is when you, when you stand still and you let the enemies come on screen and start shooting at you, that's yeah. where it like gets hard. So I agree there there are times where I was just trying to like hustle through that zone um, and the walls just pop up out of nowhere. There's no indication <laughs> as to where they are. They just come up and it's like there was one oh. point because there's like three walls. I think there's like there's one mm -hmm. part where there's three spike walls that pop up. Yep. And as I was going through them, like literally from the right side of the screen, there was just enemies piling yeah. up in the like in like the little <laughs> section there. Like they were literally just coming through and like they would jump and it looked like they were going to come over the wall, but then they wouldn't. So then they turn like they'd hit the wall and turn around yeah. and they were literally just piling up right on the other side of the wall. And I was like, oh, oh my God, this God. is so, so interesting. Bad. <laughs> I remember that exact spot that you're talking about. But for me. The f one enemy spawned on like a higher platform and actually jumped on top of those walls and jumped across really? to my side. And what? I was like, so when the wall came up, my first instinct was like, oh, I have to I have to walk across these. And so I jumped over those first three. You can walk on top of them. You just can't touch the front of them. What? But then when you get like a little bit further, you're like, wait a minute, how? I can't jump on top of this one. What am I supposed to do? So I was like stuck for a minute before I realized like, oh, dummy, you can just shoot them and they explode. <laughs> you forgot you were in yeah. an action movie. Yeah, where Excuse I just shoot things. I, I was running and forgetting to gun. I was only This isn't Mario, run. bro. You're not jumping on platforms. Yeah. You're blowing shit up. <laughs> you forgot the number one rule. Yeah. I had another like really stupid moment that I actually – through the whole game didn't notice until i watched this guy's playthrough there's a it's like a mini boss i would call it in the snowfield level where you fight it's like a tank with like the yeah, spikes on dude, the front and a cannon on the front thing. i have that thing in my oh notes my because i wanted to talk about it God. too so Ugh. my embarrassing experience was i didn't I, for some reason i got to it and my brain because a lot of this game, I do remember it. Like, I've definitely beat this game before when yeah. I was younger or older. And I got to that part, and my brain immediately, for some reason, was like, oh, you can only shoot the cannon. You can't shoot the the spiky shield on front. <laughs> so I was, like, God. jumping and shooting and jumping oh, and shooting. No. And if you don't kill it fast enough, it just runs yeah, over it you. It just right? runs over you straight over and you. And so... I was like, I thought there was like a trick to it. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you have to shoot it until it turns colors and then you can like yep. jump on the gun. But I wasn't yep. timing my jump correctly or something. So I just kept dying over and over and over again. And then I watched a guy play through and I'm just like, oh, you just you literally just spam <laughs> it with bullets and it blows up. OK, I feel like an idiot because. Yeah, I didn't so know that. Yeah. Wait, how did yeah, you get you past just, it? I just fucking let it hit me. Just take one foot and I just keep running. You know, that's, oh. that's what right. I would do. I just buff right through it because I'm no. like, I tried so hard to like jump and like get all fancy with it. I'm going to shoot diagonally at the cannon and this and that. And then eventually one no. time I jumped and hit me and I like, 
just pixel past it. And I'm just kind of yep. like, <laughs> just, I'm going to just keep running. <laughs> I'm going to act like I didn't see this. Nice. We're keep on going. Not turning around. Not yeah. looking back. Uh-uh. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Because, yeah, I just I got to that and I was like, well, this part's impossible. I'm right. going to barrel that's, through it. <laughs> that's amazing. No, so I actually, I could not get to that part while having a power up. Oh, so man. Yeah. I, every, and literally it seemed like every time i had finally gotten to that part i was like out of lives so like i had one life left and if this thing runs over me i'm done like i have to start the level over again so like that part was so difficult for me and Mm. i could never get to that part with a power up so when i would get to the tanks i would just immediately start mashing as hard as i possibly could (laughs) and it was seriously it's so nerve-wracking watching it just like crawl closer to you closer and every time yeah every time i was just like i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna make it i'm not gonna make it Mm -hmm. but yeah it was it was awesome yeah i did something similar with the boss at the end of the snowfield what is his name they mentioned is that like that big robot thing yeah just like a big robot for some reason i was like Oh, he's too tall to jump over for sure. You can't I jump thought over. that same thing. I oh, totally yeah, yeah. That too. And so then I was like, oh, he's just going to keep moving forward and backward. And then he moved all the way to the left of the screen. And I was like, well, I guess they just kill you here, you know? <laughs> but then after like my third or fourth playthrough, I was like, oh, I actually can just jump over this guy. Yeah, Not that that makes yeah. it any easier because, no. you know, you think it's a simple little jump, but one little mistiming and always death i don't know why it gave me such a classic video game boss vibe though like there's yeah. just something it really very, does. like it yeah. does i don't know how else to describe it there's just something it's something about the way his upper body doesn't move but his legs do yes! or something i don't yes. know what it is but i know exactly what you're talking <laughs> the about the movement is like the movement for his top half is them just reversing like they just mirror like uh-huh. the other direction <laughs> so it just yeah. looks like he's, he's turning but he's really just Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to me that boss was pretty was pretty fun it, it, something else about it too was just very i don't know maybe it's because i had the come the konami thing in my mind but i'm just like you look like you should be in the ninja turtles like you're yes. just straight out of yeah, freaking yeah uh, look like he, yeah like i wasn't gonna say it but you literally took exactly what i was thinking and said it it's like yeah. he's a he's bebop or rocksteady from one of the turtle <laughs> yeah. games for yeah sure. he really is yep uh, yeah, yeah. Perfect. he's got just like the weird like it looks like this dude would be so into like vaporwave stuff right now mm-hmm. like, <laughs> yeah, he's that's the, just the vibe Konami was reusing animations back in 87, 88 before uh, we even knew it was possible. Uh, it has to be like, cause th- there's no way you just took that thought out of my head. Like he uh, definitely uh, like should be in a turtles game. He's, he's in the turtles game. He has to be. That's just, the, that's just what I was thinking when I came across it. I'm just kind of like, wow, I'm getting some, some real nostalgia from somewhere, but it's just so interesting. Like, the the bells this is ringing like yeah mm-hmm. ninja turtles and just 80s just i don't know just something about it was just i'm in an arcade or i'm like at my at my house playing with like my older brothers or something and this is the boss that i would expect to pop up <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> great boss great boss I, I love that moment let me ask a question here Okay. So, which, well, hold on. Well, you already answered, Mike, right? Your favorite level is the bass, right? Uh, no, my favorite music is the bass. Oh, oh okay, music. okay, okay, okay. What was your favorite level? 
I can't even I honestly can't even pick one. Yeah. Like I'm thinking through it and I'm just like, love that one. Love that right? one. Love yeah. that one. It's tough. Like I honestly can't I can't pick one. Let me okay. I would I would just have to pick the snow level, I think. Nice. Okay. Only okay. because like level one is pretty easy. Waterfall. Uh, just so frustrating sometimes. The bases, the first base was easy. The second base, I don't know what it was about the second base, but I really struggled with it. That was the point where it's like, if I was having a good run, if I was like, okay, I have lives, I'm past the second boss, it would just, it would just dumpster me every time. And so by the time I made it to that boss, I have like one life left. But the snow level, I was just like, it was almost just like, that's my favorite level because that's how, if I'd made it to the snow level, I felt like I, okay, I'm, I've made it further than I usually make it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then you get to the energy lab and it's just like, you know, they're just like, nah, we're, we're going to shit on you. We're going to make you hate this game. <laughs> and I actually didn't di- differentiate them until I looked at the um, manual, but hangar zone is right after energy. So hangar zone is where those spike walls and the spikes on the roof are, oh. which is separate from energy zone, which is where the, oh. the flames come out. Fucking so, fire. Oh my God. But, um, yeah. And then the alien slayer, I mean, the alien slayer is cool. And you like, you finally like, yeah, I made it to the, the final area, but it was, it was too easy. Yeah. So it's, it's very, it, it, it was very easy. Yeah, it's it's kind of in terms of the difficulty, it's anticlimactic, but yeah. I feel like it makes up for it with the total just change in vibe, just the yeah, total I like agree. what the fuck. <laughs> I'm not saying I didn't like that level. It's just that I wouldn't pick it as my favorite. That's no, why yeah. if I had to pick a favorite, I'd go with snow, just because it was it's that Goldilocks level where it's yeah. like okay, it's not too difficult, it's not too easy, it's just right. And yeah. I feel like I have, I feel like if I've made it to the snow level, I have accomplished something. Yeah, yeah. Like you're halfway there. Like you've climbed up the mountain. Like you're on top of the mountain. Like the, where you're the final base is. Yeah, I honestly that's the one that I probably would pick too is the snowfield. I like the snowfield. I think my maybe this is controversial, but I think mine is waterfall. I think waterfall was mine. I don't know why, but like just seeing like the part where like there's just we're just throwing all logic out the window. We're going up a waterfall and like there's scuba divers in the waterfall. And I'm like, huh? (laughs) And then it's like there's like just floating rock platforms. Like it just gets such like it just it just turns so video gamey. That I'm just like, that's true. Another thing about about waterfall that that kind of was weird to me, which, yeah, the scuba divers in the waterfall, that's just (laughs) silly. But like, there are also just holes in the rocks that other rocks fall out of. What? Like, where where in nature does that happen? Waterfall is just taking a big deuce. (laughs) (laughs) You got to dodge all the fucking, that shit sucked. You're so right. That was I and I didn't even think about that. I because I'm sitting here paying attention to these weird because it took me a minute. I'm like, what is that shooting out of the waterfall? Like, why can't I shoot that? Like, what what's yeah. going on? And then it's just like, oh, it's a little scuba dude. Oh, that's cute. And then the bomb goes off, and I'm like, okay, this isn't cute anymore. Not even cute anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I'm over you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky I can't shoot you, asshole. <laughs> God. But yeah, I think Waterfall is my favorite, <laughs> even though I just bitched about it. 
I think the best time that I had, or as far as like the best time throughout the game, even though it's not my favorite level, is actually like the final battle, like the final like boss fight. Okay, and okay. It, like it wasn't super difficult, but I cannot mm. explain to you how much fun I had yeah. playing that final boss because like I, I went in there with the spreader and I was feeling good. I didn't know what to expect and I beat it literally my first try. So nice. like it's I went in there with a spreader. I didn't know what to expect out of this. And like there's like all the face huggers like coming out at you and I'm like jumping around. I'm dodging them. I'm shooting the heart and then I get hit by one of the face huggers lose my spreader. And like you said, Matt, like when you when you lose your your weapon, you're just like, oh, God, like I just it's, yeah. I might as well just start over. But I was like, nah, I'm just going to keep playing and see what happens. And like that after I lost the spreader and just had like my normal little gun that you start the game off with, I was just going nuts. Like I was just jumping around, <laughs> being crazy, like dodging everything, just like shooting everything. And it was such a good final battle. Like it was amazing. Yeah. Like and when I beat it, I was just like, oh, shit, like I just beat this game with like no power ups, like, yeah. with, like the last like with the first little gun you start with. Like, I beat mm. the game with that, and I didn't give up. Like, when I lost my spreader, I just kept playing, and it wound up being, like, this really fun, sort of climactic ending to the game for me. I thought it was just awesome. It's like getting a last stand kill in Call of Duty, where it's yeah. like, oh, they killed me, but ha-ha, I have ah. a pistol. Yeah. And finish them off, and you're like, who's yeah. dead now, loser? Yeah, dude, very yeah. action movie. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like, it really you're was. the action hero just, like, on the ground, like, playing dead, and then all of a sudden, like, the bad guy turns around, and she's like, you just That is yeah. literally yes. how it felt. Yeah. Yes. I, I will say, like, That's I do perfect. A, I'll stick by the the last level is easy. That yeah. doesn't. I it will was. say though it the was, base yeah. the the last boss is fun. Like you said, yeah. it's not. I think it's like the perfect balance because there's a lot of things on the screen, but mm-hmm. it's not so wacky and random that you can't dodge it. You know, it's it's you're able to dodge them or kill them before they touch you. The face huggers, and then the fact that the heart doesn't move. You don't. There's not that like extra level of difficulty that you have to like also dodge a boss or something like that you just you know you're dodging a lot of things at once but yeah it also kind of makes sense that the last like little battle is not crazy Mm -hmm. anyway because like they're obviously trying to protect this thing Mm -hmm. you already got through all of the protection and it's just like the last like little bit of thing Mm -hmm. and obviously going through all the bases and getting through all the protection and stuff is very difficult yeah. But when you get to the last part, like you've gotten through all the stuff that's supposed yeah. to be hard. Mm-hmm. All that was to protect this weakness. Yeah, exactly. So it makes yeah, sense that the cool. final bat like boss battle isn't insanely hard. Yeah, it's interesting. We made the same comment about Mega Man last week, or at least I did. I thought that oh, Dr. Yeah, Wily true. was, I mean, he wasn't like a super easy boss, but he wasn't the most difficult boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's true. And Metroid, the the, mo- the mother, mother brain, the mother brain <laughs> fight um, was also just like, well, that was a brain. This is a heart, but it's a stationary target, you know, and it's like yeah. you can tell it's the weakness of it. It's what you've been fighting to make it to at the end. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, I never really thought about it that way before. Not the same as Castlevania, where you fight through everything no. to get to Dracula, yeah, to get and to Dracula, Dracula just and then you just get annihilated. For, yeah, yeah. 
just awful. breaks your soul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, interesting, interesting way to put it. I didn't really like think about it as like an action scene like that until now. But damn, yeah, yeah. that's Pretty just cool. so cool though. Like you get that sensation. That's awesome. Yeah, super cool. All right, so do you guys want to get to the rankings? Ratings. Ratings, rankings. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. All right, if you're new here, we do ratings of each game, one through eight, because we're doing 8-bit games. So, Matt, let's have you go first this time. Me first, me first. Yeah. Okay. Overall, this game is good. I mean, we've already talked about the music. The music, I think, is probably the best part of this game. Yeah. I also just got to say, I don't know what it is about the logo, but I think the logo is badass, too. Yes. It just like I see it and I'm like, that's sick. It is cool. Like, yeah, I, really cool. Man. Am I going to get a contra tattoo? No. But if someone had a contra tattoo, I'd be like, yo, that's sick tat. You know, dude. the hero names, Mad Dog and Scorpion. Like, I don't know. Everything about this game like screams badass, which we've we've kind of touched on that a little bit. Yeah. You know, are yeah. already throughout the whole podcast. But, but it's just so badass. It is. It's <laughs> badass. This game it. is badass. Um, <laughs> I will say... This game is better than some we've played, but not as good as others. I don't think, I think that this game, I'm going to do the same thing I've done on many other games where this game is good, but there are a few things in this game that make it unnecessarily frustrating in my Mm. opinion. Um, And I have seen the future. I know that they fix some of those things and some of the later games. So I, I don't know. I can't help but dock it. Like I said, I always have to base it on, is this game fun? And honestly, if the thought ever crossed my mind, hey, I should go back and play Contra. Well, one, I'll try the Famicom version. But no, I will probably just go play one of the later Contra games in this series. It's addicting, and I got to give it points for the music. But this is not my favorite game we've played recently. So I'm going to be nice and give it a five, even though it deserves okay. a four. I'll give it a five though, because I mean, I mean you don't have the, to give it a five. Like if you think it no, deserves a four, give it a four. You I know think what I mean? like if you stripped a lot away from no, well, that's not fair to strip things away. The, the base gameplay and everything I think is a four, but you were right about the tight controls, which is something I didn't even consider when I was playing just because it felt so natural. I didn't even think about that, but the music and how addicting the gameplay loop of this is, is too good. And so I have to give it a point for that. So I go okay. up one to a five. I give it a All five. Right. All right, Kelvin, what about you? I literally have like that same exact train of thought. And one of my things about this game that I was, you know, and again, this is probably insane to say, but you know, I, did this like the Prince of Persia. So, you know, (laughs) maybe I'm a little biased with it, but it just felt short. Like I felt like I'm really starting to like dig into the, the tight controls and just like feeling like I'm fucking Rambo's awesome, like great uncle or something. You know what I mean? Like I this game makes you feel so good and strong that you're like, no, 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 no. This wasn't based off those movies. Those movies came from this, like this came first, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's just how it has to be. Cause it just makes you feel that awesome. Like it makes you feel like you can just run through a jungle and you can just destroy a whole base. But yeah, there, there are some things where it's just kind of like, okay, the, the, 
the challenges are a, a little much. And I understand that, you know, that's based on the design of it being like an arcade port and stuff like that. But so it, there's some points where I'm just like, all right. Uh, there's no way you're going to get a game over. Okay. If you're trying to teach a person how to deal well with failure, don't use this <laughs> game as a way to teach somebody that. Okay. You're not going to get your point across. You're just going to be angry. <laughs> the game gloop is awesome, but there does, there does land like a point where you're just like, I'm going to rip out my fucking hair. Yep. So <laughs> it's short. The difficulty curve is kind of, you know, it's kind of intense. It is rewarding, but not like, I don't know, not in a way where I'm just like, all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you get through it and it's awesome. And it, again, I love games where you you feel like you get better. Like the fact that you said that, Mike, earlier, I'm just like, brah fucking bow. Like yeah. this game is, is hitting those points and that's all fine and good. But like. Yeah, I got to go like basically what Matt said. Like, I know where the series goes. I know this is just kind of the beginning. There's some limitations here. And it, it's not – I don't mean for it to sound like a complete detriment, but when we're co- talking about like the experience now, it is. it does bring it down a little bit. So I, I also am going to give it a 5 out of 8. Damn, did we play yeah. the same game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Did we play the same game, guys? Did I play something different? <laughs> No. <laughs> because okay so i fucking love this game <laughs> like, <laughs> like okay yes. so like i said i try to go into these games like you would be playing it in 1987 like yeah I don't have the Konami code. I don't know what the Konami code is. I don't have save states. And I did play that way for a while when I started the game. And like I said, I couldn't get past stage three. But every time I died, like I was just ready to fucking go improve myself. Like I was ready to just like get past the part that kept killing me. And I just like kept feeling myself get better and better and better. And then like it got to the point where I'm just running through stage one and two and I'm just like annihilating everything because i took the time to get better at this game yeah and it was just like such a good feeling like in my life i've played mostly like a lot of rpgs like that was my thing when i was younger like final fantasy kingdom hearts like all that kind of shit like that's the stuff that i played when i was younger which you can get good at those games but it's in a different way it's like a more logical way like you have to find out how like to kind of optimize your characters and and that kind of thing. It's not Mm -hmm. the same kind where it's like, you have to have like a fast reaction time to be good at this game. Yes. And there's only one other game that I felt just like, like I was just incredibly good at. And that was Batman Arkham Asylum when it came out. And this is the first game that I felt like that. I was just fucking good at Hell yeah! when I was done with it. Like I was just like, I was like ready to just like, run and destroy everything just like kill everything (laughs) (laughs) you're ready to take on the predator right now (laughs) legitimately this is the first game in forever that i felt like i just got really really good at that's awesome and like i was ready to go into this game and give it a seven like i was like hard seven this game is incredible loved it oh yeah but as we're talking through it right now and like just feeling the excitement of talking about this game 
I'm fucking bumping it to eight, bro. Like, this is an eight for me. Like, perfect. Yes. Perfect. This this game for me is an eight. Like, I Mm. absolutely love this game. Like, hell yeah. There's nothing about this game that I would change. I think it's perfect the way it is. And I will 100% be going back to play this game all the time to see if I can fucking get through it without using any codes, (laughs) without using any save states. Like, this is the game that I will go back and play a hundred fucking times. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Love it so much. And that's why I'm just so surprised that, like, you guys gave it fives because I feel totally different. Like, I think it's perfect. I do, yeah. It's I I understand your excitement. I'm glad you like it. It is, it is a good game. I just there are like one or two quality of life things I wish they had added to the controls that would make it. So that would so like, like make what? it amazing. like specifically. So for what example, would you want to add? I will. I'll say two things in particular that I will just say Contra Three Alien Wars for the SNES is my favorite Contra game, and. Okay. There are two major things that they do that. One, you get two, you can hold two different weapons at once. And so oh, when you die, cool. you only lose the weapon that you were using oh, at the time. Okay, that's pretty cool. Which is helpful because then it's like when you die, you're like, okay, well, at least I have my backup weapon. Like it yeah. might not be my spreader, but at least I still have a machine gun, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. Also, just attack on. We didn't talk about it. We talk about power ups a lot in these oh, early games. Man. And for me, a spreader, a machine gun, a laser, like, like the spreader is great. Don't get me wrong. You want to have it. It's awesome. But like, it's just a spreader. Yeah. You know, it's not that creative. Like this, it's it really was not, there's yeah. nothing I mean, new in these power ups, but it's just a running gun I, where you're picking up guns. Like what else could you possibly do but to again, make the guns well, more creative? Go play Contra three alien wars and you will answer that question. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we will do add, that. I guess they add more, uh, guns to it. The second thing, the second major thing, which is what I, really didn't like you can't stand still and shoot in a direction at the same time which i understand Mm -hmm. on the nes you've got two buttons to work with so there's really no way they could do that right but there are a lot of parts in the game where you like have to back up and then run forward and shoot diagonally and then back up and run forward and shoot diagonally again and that that just got like tedious nah, bro, to me where going. i'd rather just like <laughs> hold the arc well see that's that's this game's not to kill every no, enemy it's to just fucking run that and gun, point, bro. to that point <laughs> i will bring us back to metroid where the same thing you were just trying to run through this game you got your you got your yeah, screw attack and you're is, just like screw all the enemies i'm just running through them now i'm not shooting yeah, them. but no. that's the point of that's the point of contra that's not the point of metroid metroid <laughs> is about exploration and they didn't do exploration well this yeah. game is about running and gunning and they did it fucking perfectly yeah. ah, man i disagree i disagree i think that if you don't like if you don't shoot both arms off of the alien if you don't destroy all the turrets before you destroy the the base entrance or anything like that like you're cheating it you're yeah. not playing no, you're, not you're playing cheating it, right. it? no <laughs> no i mean it's not cheating necessarily but yeah, you're not doing it right. You, you, have to just, you have to destroy everything. Okay, so here's the thing then. You have to get good enough to where you know where everything That's is true. and you can just start shooting as soon as you're about to come up to that point. Because That's like, true. For instance, I agree. You in do the have first to get level, good. The first level, when I was playing through the first level, I played through it 400 fucking times. And like literally, I knew where every fucking gun thing was. I knew where every yes. turret was. And I was already aiming at it before I even saw it. And by the time I was past it, it was oh, dead. 
I see. So we're so, we're giving out ratings based on how many times you replayed the first level. <laughs> okay, I got it now. Sorry. We're giving out ratings <laughs> on how much you actually want to keep playing the first level. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. problem replaying is. the first level. That's yeah. true. That is true. I mentioned that earlier. It, like once the game starts over, you are immediately ready to get back into yeah, it. Yeah. I, like I said, I like this game. There are just, you know, there are a couple things where I'm I'm <laughs> I, ready. I'm ready for the future is all. I'm, you know, like I actually am glad that we're kind of not so far apart, but we are kind right. of far apart to where yeah, different yeah, yeah. I kind of like yeah, it. Yeah, I sure. like that yeah, we yeah, have yeah. different opinions. I think it's cool. I agree. I agree. Different perspectives. It's a good it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just Man. ready. It this game makes me want to play a different Contra, is all it is. You know, just yeah. like playing Super yeah. Mario Brothers, I gave it a three. Because I don't want to go back and play Super Mario Brothers, but I do want to play Super Mario World or Super yes. Mario Brothers Two or Super Which, Mario Brothers Three. Well, well, maybe, maybe, maybe not. You know. uh, maybe not well. too, right, Kelvin? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll leave the radishes and the weird door potions at home, how, and we'll how get some we, fucking Tanuki suits and really do some Mario. All right? How that's, have we that's... been friends for so long, and I didn't know you didn't like Super Mario Brothers Two? What it's, the it's, fuck? It's 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 something that. I, th- I get this reaction all the time. Every it's, time, it's yeah. Just like, okay. People are like, are you inhuman? What do you mean you don't like Super Mario Brothers 2? Do you like puppies dying? What do you mean you don't like Super Mario Brothers 2? I'm just like, bro, I just, it's just weird. I don't like it. I don't know. Something about it's just not Mario to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm excited to get to that, to that yeah. episode yeah. then. So we can, because so yeah. I'm, I'm interested in hearing what your opinion about it is. Oh, I can't wait to talk about it. I can't yeah, wait to talk awesome. about it. All right. Ugh, that was fucking Contra, dude. Like, Contra, oh my God. Raw, dude. I love this game. I will play the shit out of it for the rest of my life. And maybe one day I'll be on that speedrun record board. Like, oh. This is the first game that I could see myself playing so much that I would want to try to do a speedrun. I will hey. not be on the speed record board, but I will put the soundtrack <laughs> on and go work oh, out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. You will definitely hear me bump in the sounds and the awesome music from this game. I feel like I don't know. It like it was it was really cool just revisiting this point and just Again, I have some nostalgia, not so much with this particular entry in Contra, but just like, I mean, come on. I, you know, if you've seen action movies before, if you've played Contra before, like all of it just comes together so well in this package. It really is like worth it to understand the hype. There's Contra has a legacy and I'm just so glad that you got to experience it, Mike. Like it makes me yep. so happy. Loved every second of it, too. I'm so glad we're doing this. Like, honestly, even if we never get anybody who listens to us, like the fact that like we're playing through this together and we're like just talking about it, like is fucking awesome. It's dope. Like, yeah. I'm having such a great time just doing yeah. what we're doing. So. Yeah, yeah, me too. It's I cool. love it. I love it. Until we get to a game that we all hate. And we're like, and oh, then we're okay. like yeah, let's give up. We're not doing this anymore. <laughs> a game so bad, we just hang up the whole podcast. Well, honestly, Metroid, I was feeling that way about Metroid. Oh, oh no. Wow. no. Three. Well, I'm just kidding. I didn't feel that way about Metroid. I mean, kind of did, but it's okay. I, I get it. Yeah, it didn't make me want to give up on life. I wish you didn't give it a one. <laughs> 
All right. Uh, so just a little bit of housekeeping before we go. Um, we do have a Twitter account. We do have an Instagram account. And we now have a Discord server, um, which there have been a few people that have come and join us over there already. If you would like to get in on that, um, you can find us at Twitter or Instagram at Retro Records Pod. Um, on there is a link tree link that will take us to your um take you to our discord server if you want to join that um and it has also um any links that you would want to go to that you know to our instagram account or our twitter account or spotify or apple Podcasts, anywhere you want to find us um there's a link for us so come join us over on discord it's already been really cool we've already got a couple people join us it's gonna be a lot of fun uh we have a lot of good plans for discord and discord is what i'm most excited about because i feel like we can build our own little cool community over there and just kind of make it whatever we want it to be. So if you would like to join us over there, come on over. We'd love to have you. Kelvin, Matt, do you want to plug your Twitter accounts or anything else? Sure. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Mojo. So it's M-I-S-T-A-H underscore Mojo, M-O-J-O. Find me over on Twitter and, you know, see my insane things that I post, retweet and like. Um, fair warning. Again, just <laughs> I'm a delinquent on Twitter, but it's fun. It's a good time. <laughs> um, but I also stream on Twitch. Same kind of handle, twitch.tv, Mr. Mojo. I do it every morning, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time during the weekdays. So if you want to check that out feel free because I'm playing all kinds of games. I love talking about games. I'm all about gaming. So definitely trying to just help build and foster this community and keep this awesome thing that we got going. So, yep. Awesome. Uh, Yeah. I'll just shout out the discord as well. I'm pretty excited for what we're going to get going over there. I think it's a good opportunity for people to get in and just like be a part of it. And yeah, just further the discussion. We kind of touched on this earlier. I One of the things we like about doing about this podcast is it's just we get to play a game together and then just like have a conversation about it, you know, which is cool. So we can continue that over there. But as far as my plugs, you can find me at Toastmat on Twitter or Twitch. My Twitch is a little inactive right now, but I do have plans for this weekend to do a pretty long stream on the game that we are going to be recording about next week um by the time you listen to this it will be over but hey you know i'm gonna get it started and i'm just reason i'm throwing it out there is because if it if it does well i'm going to you know i'd like to continue to do it and play the game that we're going to be reviewing on stream if you come watch me and you heckle me and make me feel guilty about using the konami code um (laughs) maybe it'll make me just want to get good or maybe it'll just make me want to time you out and or, <laughs> ban um, you from our discord gone <laughs> 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 <on>, non-believer <laughs> so yeah um at toast over there i also want to get into streaming um i have tried streaming before um and i'm having some issues with my home internet so i do want to get that taken care of and start streaming also and when i do get that taken care of i will let everybody know if you guys want to come check me out on stream too so yeah, I'll probably be playing all the retro games that we're playing through now and maybe some other stuff. I don't really know yet. But yeah, when I get that Twitch stream all set up and ready to go, I'll let everybody know. And with that, the next game we're playing is Double Dragon, which I've already started playing and I already have some thoughts on. And uh, we'll get to that next week. I don't want to spoil too much. 
she ain't a. We're not doubling no dragons over here, all right? That's that's what he's in at, right? Right? It's just the solo dragon, and it's not going well. <laughs> With that, uh, I hope you all have a beautiful day or evening or night, whatever time it is you're listening to this. I, and I hope you get to play whatever game you want to play for as long as you want to play it. And we will see you next time. Later.